0: Fun facts about TV villains who will be rebooting your favorite TV shows. God, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> what the f?
1: Where is it? Oh my God, don't tell me I lost my notes. I'm going to be so pissed. The
0: real villain is autosave.
1: Damn it, where are my fucking notes on this? Oh my God, I had a huge write-up on this. Let me check my Chromebook. If, if, we, if I can't find it there, we're doing a different topic. <laughs>
2: sorry I'm, I'm just looking at lists of villains number 19 satan from paradise oh, which, lost but still
0: i'm gonna say which incarnation because
1: <laughs> all right found my notes all right you guys want to do
0: this let's do it let's do let's do this
1: Dear listener to the QQ cast, today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. We're your hosts, pod, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, hi gentlemen. gentlemen. Co-responsive. Oh, so what?
0: Huh? We are so out of sync. It's uh, been a while.
1: We're rusty because you missed a week, Ruly. <laughs> Damn your danger house.
0: All those wires. So much electricity.
1: <laughs> I always knew you had your wires crossed. And this, dear listener, is Quest 292. Who are. The greatest villains. So, uh, gentlemen, I took a bunch of different notes here. I kind of had villains, I had anti-heroes, I had monsters. I feel like we should just stick to villains. So, you know, Alien and Predator and Raptors and Bruce the Shark. We're not gonna put these in in the villains. They are just monsters. Nope. No okay. comments. Is that a so, so is, criteria? is this
0: is is this human or it? Because I mean, if if mon if it's not monsters, that that does, does, does that eliminate like robots? It could,
1: yeah. I think robots. Okay, so now in anti heroes, I have things like Glados, or the Terminator. Yeah. Those are robots.
0: It's got to be things just, with agency, those are just right? Man, man-made monsters, man. Oh, it's getting all like, existential <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, like the
2: alien from Aliens was just doing what aliens do right like you can't blame the alien for you know spitting out face huggers and trying to survive we're, we're,
0: okay I, I think the agency thing is is fair enough
2: yeah
1: this is getting deep so
2: you know
0: okay
1: well uh okay then so gentlemen i had a bunch of notes here of different villains from mostly movies but also some tv shows and even a video game okay. so um yeah should i kick us off yeah. All right. Yeah. Ruli, forgive me, but I'm going to start with Zack and I's favorite thing.
0: Star oh, Trek. No. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, no. say, which Star Trek villain do you think I'm going to say is the best?
2: Please say lore.
1: Oh, fuck. That's not bad. That's not bad. But in, in Picard season three, he technically is now part of Data spoilers. So is he uh, actually an anti-hero now or? Eh.
2: He was a foil, but mmm, mm, mm, mm. I mean, Q is an obvious choice if you're going next Anti-hero. gen. Anti-hero. Uh, kind of. He got real sympathetic in that one Picard episode. Anyway.
1: Yeah, after he hits Picard, gosh. the Tesla Model X. After that, you know.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the only thing left is Khan.
1: Mm, close. So I wrote down two names, and... Even though Khan is iconic, and we all love Wrath of Khan, and even Spacey is amazing is Ricardo Montalban, I'm actually going to put a different one. I'm going to put a TV character on here. Zach, I'm saying Gul Dukat. I mean... I mean... He's literally a stand-in for Hitler.
2: I mean...
1: But he also has some cool arcs where he even allies temporarily with the heroes. He's a fallen general, and then he's... Backwarding to Divinion, then he goes insane and becomes a cultist. This motherfucker is evil through and through. He has sex with Kira's mom.
2: He does. <laughs> he does a
1: your mom joke.
2: He does, but, like, they also make fun of him.
1: That's true. He, he sits on a thorn and gets one in his butt at one point.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's disarming as fuck. <laughs> like, it... it... <laughs> He's evil, but he's almost comically evil. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. In the places where he's being, like, a real dick, um, yeah, no, 100%. Like, there's there's definitely moments where you can look at him and be like, yeah, no, that's the devil. Uh, but there's as many where you're looking at him as just kind of a big joke
1: see I, I don't know i think it's like of has, course he's gonna lose I think because he he's there's so just... much nuance in character and you get to see him over the course of seven seasons in different lights and like really we only get to see khan in two an episode in a movie um
2: yeah but he's kind of the boogeyman that way
1: this is kind of true this is kind of true so yeah i'm i'm definitely all in on the vote for golducott i think that guy is an amazing ranged nuanced interesting villain with different turns in his character uh spoilers rule really, leaks i know you're gonna watch all of deep space 9 he should have died in no. he should not have lived no. after waltz he should have died there but mm-hmm. great great character marco Lemo plays him just terrifyingly well so that's uh that's my first villain really i should have waited that for the last one because that's kind of just shot my load right now but uh in kira's mom <laughs> okay bad jokes who's next
2: oh man
0: I'm gonna go with an easy one. one. Really... I'm gonna cheat. I'm just gonna cheat and say, um, "Oh man, I can't remember the official name, but the the group of the Spider-Man villains. Just say all the Spider-Man villains. They're fun. The Sinister Six. Sinister Six. There you go. Really? There that's you go. Not, that's a not No, you can't do that. F- fine. I mean, I, I will. If pick it's movies that I, I don't want to pick Venom because the Venom movies are horrible. <laughs> it's a hero. Um, it's, it's a hero. Well, I mean, all of his heroes, I mean, Dr. Octopus, is that an anti-hero too? Yeah, swear kind of. Maybe.
1: Yeah. <sighs> the Goblin's always a villain.
0: There you go. Green Goblin then. And he did show up in No Way Home because I'm looking at box office movies from last year. I'm like, what are some good villains from last year?
1: This is the best you can do. Good job, really
0: good job. I'm, just, I'm starting. I'm warming up. Let me do the research while y'all talk. <laughs> 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 um. But, but, okay, so movie-wise, I mean, the Spider-Man villains are always pretty cool. So I was just focusing on the Green Goblin, I mean, he was he was a fun villain. You know, one of the
1: fun things about the Spider-Man, what's what's the term I'm looking for? Rogues Mythos? Gallery. The Spider-Man um, rogue Gallery is that most of the best villains have something to do with the hero. They have some relationship. They don't just show up, right? So Khan was marooned in space. Seed he shows back up. Gold Ducat again has all these interesting relationships with different characters. The Spider-Man rogues gallery always have some relationship to Peter and Spider-Man, which makes them really fun. And that's why, like, I really do like, a lot of people didn't like Alfred Molina's portrayal of Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2, and I fucking loved it. And I love oh, that. Oh, great. Yeah, he's fucking fantastic. And he gets that redemption at the end, because he wasn't really evil. He was kind of being controlled by the AI evil. I know it's not the same as the comics, but.
0: Yeah. Um, no, it's with just, the it, context. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was fun. And bringing that back up in No Way Home was also fun, too.
1: Yeah, and, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, I didn't see No Way Home. You didn't see No
1: Way Home? No. And same thing Oh, with, it's uh, so good. Uh, Willem so Dafoe, good. I know, Willem Dafoe hamming it up as the Green Goblin and doing the, uh, the split personalities, which again, I know is cliche, but, you know, being Harry's father and taking Peter under his wing, there's just this great connection between most of the Spider-Man villains and Peter, which is also why, like, Venom was so disappointing in the third movie, because it was just like, yep, we just have that 70s show kid i'm sorry topher grace you're not a bad actor being like i sure hate peter parker god will you give me the power to kill him just yeah this
0: well well i mean you you haven't seen no way home but i not not too much spoiler territory but it is interesting seeing all the villains go like you're not peter parker what's going on having this like massive like who am i fighting now i have no idea um as they all kind of realize that they're in another universe and that fun stuff uh, mm-hmm. it's a good movie you should watch it tom
1: I I really should. I really, really should. Zach, any Spider Man comments?
2: I mean, I've never been a huge Spider Man fan. I like the, uh, call it reboot, uh, with the the MCU. And No Way Home was great. Um, they brought back everybody. Everyone. Uh, yeah, no, everyone. It was, it was, it was a wonderful reunion movie. Felt good. Felt right. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't disagree. Like, the, you're, you're spot on that I think a lot of the best villains definitely have that relationship with the protagonist that makes them significant. Um, I did really like Vulture in the new movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it, especially the way that they tied him in to Peter's life in that uh, the first one where he was introduced. <clears throat> I mean, he's basically... Uh, oh, what's her name? Not Lois Lane.
1: <laughs> Mary Jane
2: mary jane they rhyme uh both their
0: mothers are (laughs) named (laughs) martha oh wow why did you say that name
2: so yeah no is i mean it's her dad and how fucked up is that amazing amazing i guess it's not mary jane it's not it's not mary jane in the new ones right it's mj is it
1: mary jane (laughs) it's always been both
2: yeah so yeah, no, I think uh, I think Spider-Man does a good job with villains because they're 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 always entertaining, and that's kind of the point. True.
1: All right, Zach, back to you.
2: Oh man, tough call. There's a lot of good ones out there. I think I I think I want to shout out Agent Smith.
1: That's, that's a good one. Good one.
2: <sighs> From The Matrix, the, the especially the first movie. I mean, they kind of expanded on him over the the course of that trilogy, now quadrilogy. <clears throat> but um Was he
1: even in the the fourth movie?
2: I think so. Honestly, I don't well, Hugo remember Weaving now. Was
1: it? Did they say like the program survived or some shit?
2: Well, yeah, they they sort of they still had agents, but yeah, you're right, it wasn't it wasn't Smith.
1: It is amazing I what the they charisma to of an actor can do. The way that Hugo Weaving oh, man. is iconic and whatever agents came after him are just boring.
2: Now, he was great. And that monologue in the tower with Morpheus, oh man, so good. Like, this is a character that didn't really. I mean, there there was no history between him and Neo until they met uh, for the first time. And Smith was trying to get him to, you know, lead him to the rest of the rebels. But uh, after that. After that point, where he just became like a nuisance enough times that Smith was just not willing to take him seriously ever until the very end. Oh, such a satisfying moment in the in the subway <laughs> tunnel. Mm, yeah, so no, every,
1: everything with with Hugo weaving, learning what the agent's powers are, him antagonizing Morpheus, him antagonizing Neo. Um, it's great stuff. And I, yeah, I didn't care for him escaping into the real world and the other. It was a really cool concept that I just don't think did anything interesting. But, uh, yeah, just Hugo Weaving's charisma is just Mr. Anderson. It's fucking awesome. It's just absolutely fucking
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes that um, from the second one, when they have, what is it, the burly brawl or whatever, and then you just flies away. And then there's, like, 20 Agent Smiths just looking at each other and be like, well... <laughs> Yes, we gotta go somewhere, we'll go do something now, bye.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, they just kind of look at each other, adjust their ties, and fade off into the background. Oh, so
0: good. (laughs) It's like, I kind of felt like they did like a post-mortem, like, okay guys, what did we do good, what did we do bad, why did we...
2: the last the last one to turn around like was looking around at the others and they started to turn away and he just kind of looks down then he looks back up one last time and then goes ah oh, so good it's all silent <laughs> you just like is it coming back
0: yeah nope. which, which okay is i guess i like, will go. Would, would you say charisma it's just it's it's not i guess the typical version of it because a majority of his his things like, like all his expressions all of his moments are mostly silent or very very short-lived it's not you know charismatic speech like i would kind of like maybe counter like the will smith type of actor that just has that dripping with charisma thing it's just it's just so interesting that it's like the polar opposite but it works
2: yeah no no he doesn't talk a ton i mean he does have a couple of monologues for sure mm-hmm. but um they're not they they don't drag on, and almost all of his other lines are just like pithy little one-liners. So, no, it's good. It's good. I like him.
1: All right, moving on. So I have a bunch of stuff in this list, and I'm gonna to try to stick to the ones that I think are a little more interesting. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanos, big deal. Okay, we're not gonna do that. So, I'm going to mention a movie villain that I think is uh, iconic, I think made this actor a name, like, this is their breakout here in the United States, even though they'd act abroad, Hans Landa.
2: Hans Landa. Well,
1: this is showing how iconic this fucking villain is, oh, no one knows their name. That's
2: the that's the dude in um, uh, Inglorious Bastards.
1: Yes! Cripp, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Now?
0: yeah. Ooh, that's a bingo!
1: <laughs> oh, dude, that portrayal is creepy crazy uh fucking sociopath uh that i mean the opening scene alone is phenomenal um oh yeah being all nice talking english and then you know oh, this is the as much as my english can do to continue any longer would be to just <laughs> insult the language then he switches over to fucking uh german oh my god it's, it's <laughs> fucking it's dark and then he keeps antagonizing the you know the singer is the girl grown up and and oh my god and then he has the the turn at the end where he's gonna betray the Germans just for his own his own gain I I just that like that is Christoph Waltz's breakout and it is it is fucking amazing every moment that character is on the screen uh, for it, it's a Tarantino movie right it is full of unique and mm-hmm. engaging characters with actors giving great performances Brad Pitt's hilarious in that movie
0: <clears throat> oh but
1: yeah Christoph Waltz steals every scene he's in no contest
0: yep yeah i, th- nope, I think that's, he's fantastic i think this might be a theme of not knowing the name but remembering the actions and stuff that they did oh yeah because because i think that's i think y'all will not be able to identify <laughs> my person if you're ready to move on tom i don't want to still anymore your thunder yeah though. i don't
1: I don't really know what else to add right like uh yeah, you summed it up is, pretty
0: well <laughs> yeah
1: is also awesome in like uh django and Chains, another tarantino flick right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think anyone really liked his, his portrayal of... Which villain was he in the Bond movies?
0: Oh, I don't... They're just the all of The Spectre a
1: guy, I forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Inglorious Bastards is just... Whew, has a thing. Did he get nominated for anything for that? Uh, I
2: don't know. I might
0: have Let's to look see that up later.
2: if we can find out... Do-do-do-do-do... Uh, won Best Actor Award at the 2009 Cannes Film Festival... Du, 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 du. Waltz was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, awarded several accolades for his performance, including the Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actor and the Screen Actors Guild Award. Uh, that I would say the that's same impressive. That's
1: an impressive run. All right, yep, there you yep, go. Yep. yep. Brule, you were uh, you were teasing something.
0: Tease us. Okay. You may oh, not know. Hey. <laughs> <I'm>
2: sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Last last tidbit. Uh, he was the he, won an Academy Award for best supporting actor, becoming the first actor to win an Oscar for a performance in a Quentin Tarantino film. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. According to Wikipedia.
0: Wow.
1: Didn't know that. Alright, Ruley. Do it.
0: Alright. I, I I'm pretty sure you may not know his name. You'll probably take a guess once I say it. But one of his single actions has Define cinematic history when he killed, uh, you probably wouldn't know this other person's name, when he killed Daisy. Do you know who Iosef Tarasov is?
1: Well, the name Daisy makes me think that you're referring to Morgan Freeman?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no idea. No idea what you're referring to.
0: Zach Iosef Uh
2: That name definitely doesn't ring a bell. Um, killed Daisy.
0: But you. But you know what he did. You know what he did? He killed John Wick's dog. Oh, oh my fuck. god!
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait a second! Wait a second! Are you talking about Theon Greyjoy?
0: Yeah, I, I have no idea what his real name is. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia name of this person.
2: <laughs> uh, Alfie Allen. Yeah, yeah, Alfie Allen.
0: Yeah, he killed John Wick's dog. And he that did has- kill
2: John Wick's dog. <laughs>
0: yeah it's 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 so vicious that you don't even know who it is you just it's everyone it's it's almost like a voldemort type thing you don't even mention his name he just sees the well he someone killed john mcstock i evil.
2: didn't i didn't know that character was named in the movie <laughs> like I, I did they ever say his name
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they probably said did. his name multiple times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, it's just, I remember the bit where uh, the the boss calls the auto shop where he got punched. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, I heard you struck my son. May I ask <laughs> why? Well, sir, he killed John Wick's dog <laughs> and stole his car. And the guy just goes, oh. <laughs> Hangs up. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs>
0: so intentional or not, truly evil or not, it's 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 an act that has set in motion. Cause I want to see how many people John Wick has killed. John Wick has killed 439 people in just these movies. So
1: <laughs> really, <Holy> shit. Uh, <laughs> wait, you say just three, or is that the fourth movie?
0: I think it's including the fourth one now.
1: I have not seen the fourth one. Has anyone I seen the fourth?
0: Seen one? The fourth one either. Eh? Wait, mm-hmm. is
2: the fourth one out?
0: Oh, it's been out for a while.
2: Has it really? Shit. <sighs> maybe i did did a couple weeks i still haven't seen it uh oh wow it's got a 94 percent on rotten tomatoes
1: it's i think ign gave it a perfect 10 i think it's supposed to be quote the best john wick film so
0: i've heard a lot of people say it's really good just it's but it's also i think one of the longest i think it was almost like two and a half hours
2: I mean, I don't hate that. Oh, it's two hours <laughs> and 49 minutes.
0: Yeah, almost three hours. Like I, As much as I want to see it, I cannot, I cannot budget for that time in my life anymore.
2: I probably won't see this in a theater.
0: As much as I'd love to. Oh
2: I my mean, god, at the,
1: start, at the start of the D&D movie, there was this cringe, absolute cringe thing where the cast came. I was like, thank you for going to see movies as they were intended on the big screen. It was so mm. cringe, dude. So
2: cringe. <laughs> I'm trying so hard.
0: Right. So, so that's mine.
1: All right, Zach. Uh,
2: let's see. Um, let's go back to classics. I want to say Magneto. I
1: mean, that's a pretty classic one. Which which Magneto? Ian McKellen's the animated uh, '90s cartoon.
2: I mean, really any of them, but especially Ian McKellen's. No, I'm sorry. The um,
1: correct answer was the animated 90s cartoon. Sorry.
2: You lose. <laughs> well, I mean, just like the character from the comic books, which Ian does a really good job with, um, he is a survivor of the Holocaust and he sees the same patterns starting to emerge, but this time he has the power to change the outcome. Yeah. He's so sympathetic. The worst part about Magneto is he does awful things and he keeps sounding more and more reasonable as time goes on (laughs) like that's the insidious part about his character i mean it's just mm, he's a very good villain um it's the the moral grayness that i think really stands out for him he's a really good example of that um you could maybe point to what was the name of the guy in uh the Watchmen*.
1: But um, well, there's a bunch of them. The Watchmen. Are you talking about Rorschach? Are you talking about Doctor Manhattan? Are you talking about
2: now? Now the guy, the guy, the the smartest man in the world. Oh, Ozymandias. Um, Ozymandias. Thank you. Uh similar deal. Like he's uh, they're very ends justify the means sort of characters, uh, and you can really see where they're coming from. But with Magneto, it's much more so, and I agree. his background really accentuates that quality, and it makes him very sympathetic at least in his motivation
1: yeah and it, although it's the the third movie just sucks in general but like yeah i mean he tries to commit genocide in the second movie and so you could argue uh that was a bridge too far right but like the first movie he's just trying to make the politicians also mutants so they will feel you know the, the pain they won't want to discriminate against them and like that's you kind of have to sympathize with the villain in this case he's like trying to get his point across um and yes being a survivor of i don't know if it was specifically auschwitz one of the concentration camps yeah he is if not sympathetic you can kind of you can kind of sympathize you can kind of empathize with it like you get what he's where he's coming from and again aside from i'm gonna commit genocide the second movie like up until that point Mm. okay i can kind of get it and then
0: Early? You know what? I, I I feel comfortable saying hashtag Magneto was right, but I also say that because <laughs> from from, from a strictly a fictional fictional narrative, hmm. they do everything that they can do to make you consider maybe genocide is okay. It's perfectly <laughs> it's, it's, it's intended to pull those heartstrings. It's intended to yeah. make you think that it's going to be okay, and it works. So like yeah. you, like it's i don't blame him but like it's that's that's the character structure which which is fine like it's in the context of this thing it's not it's not like the morally ambiguous type of thing which they try to do they make it very clear that this dude has been screwed over he's right and he keeps trying to fix things and the world is just constantly against him so
1: well, what I, option does he have <laughs> i shit on the third movie but there is a great line in that movie where he goes to meet up with some of the mutants and one of them asks like about tattoos or something and he mm-hmm. says you know no needle shall ever touch my skin again he just shows the, the mm. serial number on his arm in yeah. the concentration camp that's a that's a power, I mean, it's simple but it's a powerful line and scene, it mm-hmm. immediately conveys his motivations Yep.
2: plus yeah, his escape Gito's from good. that plastic prison was just badass <laughs> that too <laughs> I mean too look much if I were a guard and Rebecca
1: Romaine came up to me in a bar, look dude I'd, I'd be full of iron the next day <laughs> <laughs> Something different about you today.
2: Yeah. Oh no, that was great. Um
1: yeah, no. Magneto did nothing wrong. Moving on! <laughs> so I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up a video game villain. And I'm actually not mm. certain that either of you have played this game, despite we've talked about it. Final Fantasy VI's lead villain Kefka. Have either of you played Final Fantasy VI? Nope. No. God damn it. So the thing about Kefka is He's, he kind of is the stereotype of, oh, he's the insane general who just wants to kill everybody. But he starts off as just a general and like the emperor is the big bad. And then Kefka kind of betrays him at the last second and actually does the classic, I'm going to absorb all the power. But here's the thing. He actually succeeds in destroying the world. There are two halves to Final Fantasy VI. The first half that takes place in the world of balance and the second half that takes place in the world of ruin. That's because Kefka fucking destroys the fucking world when he goes insane. <laughs> so he's a pretty fun villain in that regard. Also, he does some dark shit. Like, he poisons an entire, uh, city. And, like, one of the main characters, Cyan, like, his wife and child are poisoned. And he finds their dead bodies. It's gets some dark shit. Uh, as well as Kefka, because he's insane, has some pretty funny lines from the translation. Like, son of a submariner. And I have sand on my boots when he's in a desert. <laughs> some pretty funny shit. Um... So, yeah, I, I think Kefka is a pretty classic video game villain. There are probably better ones, but I had to shout out the old school FF6. Does anyone remember any villain in Final Fantasy? Sephiroth. Yeah, I know. I really say He's the only one. <laughs> now I just still love the uh the meme from Brooklyn Nine-Nine of uh, Zoé Deschanel talking to, what's his name, like, Oh, you're a big Final Fantasy fan? Name, you know, name nine Final Fantasy bosses. God. Oh, yeah, that was too easy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh,
1: (laughs) Sorry, I know what my next one is. (laughs) Well, hold that thought, Ruli. We're back to you.
0: Okay, so... um... With with the definition of, of villains, um, do they have to be intentional villains?
1: Not necessarily. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, I just had it here. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I had his name. I have to look for it again. Um, the dude from Jurassic Park that said, I'm going to spare no expensive and just make a bunch of dinosaurs and have them kill everyone.
1: Oh my God. John Hammond.
0: There you go. Yeah. John Hammond. He is the biggest oh, villain God. in that universe. He's like, I'm gonna make a theme park. And you know what happened? <laughs> this theme park basically <laughs> grew and destroyed like half the earth. Dinosaurs are everywhere now. What the hell is going on in that universe?
1: I've decided not to endorse your park. So have I. <laughs> Do you think he went to therapy after that and like had to acknowledge that he was the villain? Meanwhile, in John Hammond's
0: therapist's office. I don't know, but like <laughs> the, the, there, there's always like really interesting kind of like what if imaginative fiction things. But yeah, just like what? How does how do you reconcile with that? Like, uh, was he? Did he pass away in the second one? Did they did they basically write about in the second one? Or no, um, he was there, wasn't he?
1: I don't know if he's dead, <laughs> he's dead yet dead in the second one because like they do have a recording from him. He might be dead or dying. I don't remember.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that in itself was just like, how do you reconcile with that? And like, obviously, he probably wasn't around for the uh, dinosaurs on, you know, in the in the world. Was was it in two where the T Rex makes it to LA? I, I, they all just blur uh, together th- now.
1: Part two, yes, yes, the Lost okay. World. He does, yeah, it makes it to San Diego specifically.
0: Yeah, yeah, San Diego. Yeah, yeah, so so I mean, it's it it seemed like a noble cause at the time, but he kind of unleashed the dinosaurs all over the place. So not a good move
1: true I don't really need to add to this but I, I, lo- I love it because it's not it's not even anti-hero it's an unintentional villain I kind of love it that's what I'm here for alright Zach you were all excited you were giddy
2: <laughs> I mean you were like the all the final fantasy villains are god <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me oh, um, pun intended <laughs> Hello. no, uh Elden Ring. I'm going to go with uh the Elden Beast because it's just so ridiculous. It's god. Like you, you that's it's the plot of every JRPG, right? It's just, you know, leave home, make friends, kill god. <laughs> <laughs> uh wow. Which is what you do in Elden Ring. In fact, you don't even start with just a straight up god. You got to kill all this all his kids first. <laughs> Wait, is you not talking about God of War? I'm, I'm confused. I mean, you do that too in God of War, but no, the um, really, just every boss in Elden Ring, I think, would qualify as a really good villain. Uh, but uh, no. the uh, the Elden Beast in particular, because the whole lore that goes into Elden Ring is deep and just convoluted as fuck. But basically, this being from another dimension shows up and chooses an avatar for its power that uh, is meant to affect its greater will on the world. Uh, And part of that will is the elimination of death, basically. Um, Yeah, and then that avatar goes rogue. And now death's back, and it's really fucking everybody up. Um but yeah that that whole greater will thing yeah it's 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 slavery with extra steps <laughs> Uh yeah that's that's kind of the whole point There are no good guys in Elden Ring like even as the player you're not really a hero by the end of it Um the world is fucked and bleak and that's kind of all of Dark Souls and Elden Ring by extension Um the greater will is it's fucked up when you get real deep into it.
1: This is what I get for never playing Elden Ring. really did you play Elden Ring? Oh no, I, I don't. I don't
0: like those games.
2: Honestly, the lore is worth it on its own, but you don't even really need to play it for that. If you watch uh, basically all of Vatavidia <laughs> uh, on YouTube, then you get you get a pretty good overview of everything that's going on, and it's just fucked up and wild. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: All right, well, gentlemen, final round. I'm going to end on a video game person as well, and you're probably going to roll your eyes in the back of your head because, believe it or not, I'm going to do another Final Fantasy character. But this isn't from...
0: God again, though. No. <laughs> I know. It is
1: God again. This isn't from the main series. This is from Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, Delita is the villain in Final Fantasy Tactics. But uh, I don't believe either of you played FFT.
0: I've played it for a little while. It's, it's one of those where I'm pretty sure I got a rob of it or something, played for a little bit. I'm like, this is fun, and then just forgot about it. Sounds about right.
1: So, okay, the setup for Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, which is right in the opening prologue, is that there was this great king, there was a commoner, who uh, stopped the feuding of all the different aristocracies, uh, like the War of the Lions was this long war, or the Roses and the War of the Lions, whatever. And so this commoner rose up and, become king and became king and stopped uh, the feud between all the noble houses. And so he's remembered as this hero. And in that story, there is a heretic who was trying to stop the the good king. And so the the game opens up saying, oh, we found this chronicle that tells the real story, and so that's the framing device that you go back and play. And of course, that king was Delita, and he was indeed a commoner, and he did rise to power, but he did so by being, like, an evil, conniving, backstabbing asshole, but who did oust all of the, you know, again, the old families and feuding, feuding families in the wars. So, it's kind of this great question of, do the ends justify the means, right? And history is written by the victor. And so, he's a pretty interesting character with a really interesting story. And, like, spoilers for a game that's fucking 20 years old at this point. Like, one of the last scenes of the game is the princess he married figured out what he had done. And so, he goes to, like, bring her flowers in the garden. I don't know if it's her birthday or it's their, their wedding anniversary or whatever. And... She fucking stabs him with a knife and is like, oh my god, how can you do this? And he takes the knife out and then fucking stabs and kills her and then stumbles away. And it's like, wow, wow, that was fucking dark. Um, it's just, a, it's an interesting story with an interesting character. And I, I always love moral, morality tales where the question of did the ends justify the means is, is, is explored, right? Or when heroes are fallen and become, uh, become villains. I, I just always find that to be very engaging, and very interesting. So, shout out to a super obscure Delita from Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. Dig it. You guys do not give a fuck. Ruly, who's your next villain?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I should just be on brand or try to be clever. So Clever, clever, um, clever, clever, clever. Clever. If you want me to be clever. Um, well, I was too
1: serious with that last one. You need to balance me out.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm not a... F- okay, I, I, I don't know enough of this of this series from okay it came out when i was like in high school and i honestly wasn't into it as much but i I probably should revisit it uh just because definitely the vibe of that character so i'm gonna go with the the cigarette smoking man from the x-files oh shit so um just he was always this kind of omniscient presence that was always there that was like is he gonna make like wolder and scully just be disappeared by aliens or not i don't know i'm sure there's more lore there that i never really understood but it's 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 funny thing like a while back i actually tried to start watching the x-files again oh boy! but like there's um there's this problem i have with fiction these days the sense of like 90 percent of movies and videos before like the year 2000 can be solved with, a, with someone picking up a cell phone and calling the other person. I know. I mean, that can, that can even be distilled to Simply Down. It's just, like, if you had one character literally talk to another character, they probably could have solved, like, or come to some, you know, realization a lot sooner. But people never do that. And, like, yeah, it's just, with with all the stuff that Mulder goes through on the highway and everything, I'm like, dude, if you just had, like, a cell phone camera, they, they'd believe you. <laughs> like, like like you, it was there. The alien was there. Like, you could have caught it. and, and just, Then... The whole X-Files would be done. because, like, here's your proof. Done. So s- sneak, series over.
1: Sneak peek, dear listener. One of our next episodes <laughs> is going to be about pitches for uh, rebooting TV shows. And that's the problem with X-Files is, like you said, really, a smartphone will just solve all the problems of the goddamn show. GPS, videos, uh, just all sorts of shit, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, how do you solve that problem? It's tough. I will well, say, man, what? I rewatched the X-Files uh, a couple of years ago. And, man, seasons one through six are fucking badass. And then it kind of mm-hmm. leans too heavily into its lore, I think, and kind of loses the the mystery a bit. But The Cigarette Smoking Man is great, because we talked about earlier when the villain is tied to the main characters, like, he was affiliated with Fox Mulder's father, and there's all this intrigue and backstory there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. A- another fun fact about The Cigarette Smoking Man, he was actually meant to just be a background character and like, the pilot of the second episode, and everyone just thought he looked so fucking cool, they gave him a speaking line, and was <laughs> like, well, he's like the main villain now.
0: <laughs> yeah so Love so can you go back to your last thing like if i'm I'm sure I, I could come up with a lot more like force of nature villains um but i think one of my favorite tropes was the um i'm sure you all have seen this youtube video at some point in time the um the no signal trope to basically just like People have their phones, where they're like, oh man, no signal, can't communicate to anyone. And it's literally like half an hour of people saying that for like all these other different TV shows and movies. So <laughs> that, that's the only way you can kind of do this, this, that stuff these days. But you know, they've got 5G in trees now. So I think I emit some 5G oh, too. So God, no I saw, way we can't this, get I a saw this great anymore.
1: thing on Reddit, which was like the only scammer I've ever been cool with. And it was a headline for man made $500,000 selling anti 5G cream.
0: that's pretty amazing
1: alright Zach wrap us up final favorite villain alright I got a real one but
2: I got an honorable mention Um, some of my favorite games like Borderlands 3 and The Outer Worlds uh, the main villain is just capitalism (laughs) and I think that's just great
1: so handsome jack is the personification (laughs) of capitalism
2: oh absolutely uh yeah no i mean it's just it's there's more than video games that use that as just kind of like you know class structures and the general makeup the whole late stage capitalism bits it's an easy thing to villainize because we see it it's close and it's real um but yeah, now it's it all. It, I give it an honorable mention specifically because it doesn't quite meet the criteria we set out with. It's got to have agency. Capitalism doesn't. It just is. It's a monster. Um. But yeah, shout out to capitalism. Good villain. The real answer. <laughs> oh, this isn't to... a political
1: podcast at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the real answer, though. Um. Similar but different. Uh. The elusive man from Mass Effect.
1: You, you know we just talked about Mass, Mass Effect on the last episode and the, the remake I never played it Really, did you play the Mass Effect?
0: I never played it
1: uh, Zach enlighten us
2: so uh damn it hang on I gotta find it now do 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 he was there it is so um yeah now he's, he's the leader of Cerberus which is like the pro human faction in Mass Effect um it, real briefly, the whole setting of Mass Effect. Humanity is the new kid on the block. They found a Mass Effect gate. Uh, As soon as they entered the intragalactic stage, they uh, ended up in a war with another major power, um, kind of fought to a standstill, and ultimately a peace was brokered. Um, But humanity's new on the block, right? So they they are uh, newcomers to galactic politics and all this good stuff. Cerberus starts as basically the reaction to that, like uh, the counterbalance to all of this feel-good cooperation with the other uh, aliens in the galaxy. They're you very, very how similar to Babylon 5, right? Yeah, no, it's it's totally a ripoff. <laughs> uh, it's it's Section 31. It's the New Dawn. It's uh yeah. Anyway, the elusive man played or voice acted, I guess, by Martin Sheen um really really great character because in the is it the second or the third game? I forget which one he shows up in. I think it's the third. Um he basically resurrects you as the as the main character and so you owe him um and he does a very good job of getting you on board with the whole Cerberus agenda. Uh yeah. Now nah. He's he's basically capitalism personified because he's this nebulous figure that has unlimited resources. He's the owner class, uh, and um, yeah. Now, plus Martin Sheen does just a really good job.
1: I didn't realize he was a voice actor in that game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. Early anyway, Mass Effect
2: add? is one of my favorites of all time, so I got to shout out the elusive man.
1: Now oh, you've definitely made that clear
0: unfortunately absolutely nothing. It's it's a genre of game. It's the game itself I just never got into.
1: It's a genre of game. Fuck role-playing games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well actually, yeah, <laughs> that one too. It's it's kinda hard. Like it's, it's so many so many hours. So much time.
1: Yeah, that's kinda true. Uh all right. Well, gentlemen, before we get to the news, we have to thank our sponsor for this evening. Ruli, welcome back. Who is our sponsor for this evening? After these messages We'll be right back Capitalism
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just just, just go with, Are you tired with 5G internet? Well we've got 6G internet We don't stop at humans Dogs, cats, goldfish Everyone can have the internet Welcome to 6G
1: Cheese for everybody Really? Because you could have In this case you could have sold the anti-5G cream But instead so we went for 6G's Alright, whatever
0: no, no, no! Because you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep opening up new markets, man. Like if once you, once people think that the internet is coming out of their dogs, do you know how much money they're going to actually spend on their dogs rather than people that they know?
1: <laughs> do you know how much money I already <laughs> spend on my dog? Exactly. 6 G collars.
0: You're going to spend more money. It's fantastic. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! Yeah, now I'm gonna start up a digital store. Anti 6G dog collars. Why would anybody get prosecuted for selling anti
1: 5G cream? That's just—it's too good. It's too good. Oh, I didn't say he got prosecuted. Didn't he? I don't know. I just saw the tweet saying that guy was awesome, and I agreed with it.
2: Well, I mean, they are whoever they are, but I'm pretty sure—I'm pretty sure that we know about it because he was arrested. <laughs> no.
1: Hey, if Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't get arrested for that shit, why did this guy-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know.
1: Look, What? what Gwyneth, I'm gonna need you to take that ozone, shove it way up your butthole, just way, way up there, get it up there. That was a Rick and Morty joke. I'm sorry, I shouldn't make those jokes anymore. Ah, uh, what a weird place to be in with that fucking show. Anyway, dear listener, let's get to the news! Good news, everyone! Great news, everyone! Bad
0: news, everyone! Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You are? All right,
1: gentlemen, I have a couple of news headlines here. Uh, four, to be specific. Zach, did you want to talk about the Assassin's Creed Black Flag Doohickey?
2: Oh, no, not even a little bit. The only thing that <laughs> is relevant in that space is that uh, Black Flag is getting a remaster, and apparently it looks great.
1: Oh, well, that's cooler. Maybe it'll maybe be better than this one way better. Early TLDR, they're making a, quote, sequel to Black Flag, by which you mean like an online comic or something. Not
0: not what you, you know, I, I mean. I mean, I, I saw that post.
1: Alright, uh, next headline, Nintendo announces Nintendo Live 2023, an event for everyone that celebrates Nintendo fun. Zach, it's being held in Seattle in September, so basically they were like, E3, we're not gonna pay for that. We're gonna do our own thing. There's no details about tickets or exact dates yet, but... Zach, I might need to come visit you. We need we might need to go to Nintendo Live. Okay. Let's do it. When?
0: I think it's September. Hold on, let me click. Wait, it's like an event event, not like a press conference thing. No, no, it's an event event. Oh, weird. Interesting.
2: I'm yeah, gone that... like most of September, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, Nintendo Live that... in Seattle. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay No dates just... or tickets or prices yet or anything like that. Oh good.
0: That sounds suspicious, suspiciously like, is, is this the console launch event? Do they even have another no. console in waiting?
1: Um, I mean, that's the, the internet is speculating, right? Because uh, the Switch now is... Six, is this his sixth it's birthday? Old. Right it's now, I think. Old. But is it, though? I mean, like, modern modern consoles usually go for seven to eight years. And yeah, the Switch was underpowered when it launched. But the power of the Switch... I, the, the internet loves to rave. Let's, let's QQ rambles for a moment.
2: Hey, dear listener,
1: this is another entry in the unfortunately recurring segment. The QQ cast trambles. So three, two, one, let's jam. The, the internet loves to rave about the problem with the Switch is that it's not powerful enough, that it can't play AAA games. Look, when it fucking launched, it couldn't play other AAA games. And people like to blame the Switch hardware for, like, why Pokemon stuttered. No, Pokemon was coded like fucking crap. You can optimize a game for the Switch. It is an indie darling. All the Nintendo games kick ass. I am in the camp of it doesn't need a hardware refresh yet. I seem to be in the minority on that one. What do you two think?
0: I think people love Nintendo, and they want to give. they want to help Nintendo print money? Oh, and yeah, they I'll want to have it. more Nintendo games. I think. I think it's just. It's just that they. They want. When, when you see the potential of other games out there, you're like imagine if the nintendo people had more computing power i think that's what it really comes down to just give give me better nintendo games you, you want to play eight eight player mario well guess what now you can play 16 player mario go for it just give me all the marios
1: <laughs> i'm in Zach, do you that want that new will Battlefield
0: mario 32 marios just jumping around
1: what do you want a new switch
0: eh
2: take it or leave it i mean with the uh wait when when is uh tears of the kingdom coming out that's soon right
1: a couple of weeks, I think, maybe less than a month. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's I, th- I think it is this month, and so like as long as that looks good on the Switch, I don't really give a shit.
1: Plus one, I that says it pretty succinctly. All right, moving on to the next headline, gentlemen. Before I keep going, y'all got any headlines?
2: Wait,
1: wait, wait,
0: That's Wait, wait. A... wait, do I? Can I? Can I do trailer?
1: Uh, we'll get trailers next. We'll get trailers next okay I have sort of a I have a video actually to watch that is news related that is not a trailer you want to do that irma gerd er, my Gerd. all right it's going in the chat basically to https colon slash slash www.youtube.com.
2: oh yeah you've mentioned this
0: yeah, yeah, I, so yeah I, I, the, I, ori- I saw that before you mentioned it too yeah but yeah go
1: ahead. The, the original wilhelm scream has been unearthed so this is actually pretty funny because you can hear what they were trying to do. Do either of you know what they were trying to do?
2: No idea. Early?
1: No idea. What was the Wilhelm scream acting? Let us find out in three, two, one. Play. Man getting bit by an alligator and he screams.
0: What? Okay, right here. Ah! Ah!
2: Oh. The first one you did up here was much better.
0: I don't know.
1: Not, not an owl. Real scream of pain. Ah! There it is! Woo!
0: Uh-huh, so ah, so good. What? What? What is the alligator biting? Because <laughs> it was a man supposedly getting bit
1: by an alligator. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but, but
0: where? Like biting his toe or something? Because I I think there would be way more agony.
1: Yeah, you know they didn't specify. A I'm little disappointed. A I'm little disappointed. <laughs> that was my news. They unearthed the original Wilhelm screen. Uh, that's, sound
2: that's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Any other news headlines before we transition in trailers? Nah. Um, okay, Hitch dokey. me
2: up and tow me down the road. <laughs> it's trailer time. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that. No, in a land. In a time. No, I don't think
1: so. In a land before time.
0: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs>
1: Alright, Ruli, you want to go first?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if we might have stumbled on the same one, but also we... No, it's been out for three weeks, if you haven't talked about it.
1: I've got three things in it. here, so let's see what you've got.
0: Okay, so I'll just put this one here.
1: Oh, I did not have this on my list, but I did just see this in the theater when I watched Dungeons and Dragons, the movie.
2: Oh, yeah, I saw this. Same. Let's yeah, watch this is-
1: this is a long trailer. All right. Uh, Zach, tell your listener what we're about to watch.
2: Asteroid City official trailer only in theaters, June 16th.
1: Let us begin. Three, two, one, play. Man, the Wes Anderson look is just so like unique pinnacle, color saturation
0: pinnacle, yeah. pinnacle Wes Anderson oh this really it's like, does it's like he saw his movies and like control. he's like okay I, I need to make it more Wes Anderson <laughs>
1: yeah uh saturated almost fake colors that dollhouse look center frame camera effects that intentionally look fake monotone but still emotive characters like Wes Anderson it's just so Wes Anderson.
0: Holy Toledo, that's Mitch Campbell. Um, I, I very kind, very like kind of like him kind of going backwards and the the going with the The, the, the synopsis as, what, 1955? 19- awesome. Something that, like that. that. Era. I don't know why nobody else liked it. Oh. That, that seems like uh what do those pulses indicate what super oh, interesting blips? we don't know um, also All of our information about outer space may no longer be completely accurate I'm anyway, kinda,
1: there's still only nine planets
0: given how he like does like movies know. and movies but and like twists and turns out. I'm kind of surprised that this is already being shown in the trailer What's now? So, I don't know so <laughs> I don't like
2: the way that guy it looks. it
0: makes me us. wonder just how <laughs> like we're doomed nutty things can get if they go to where i think they may be going how long can they keep us an above and beyond City? legally the world i mean wes anderson saying. usually gets
1: weird, weird but i don't know did he really feel like he gets there? nutty like i'm trying to think of the movies and like Are you wood i wood wood. Wood. i love like aquatic i don't know how to call it nutty three and Royal Say, Tenen bombs is eccentric for me. Of course they're nutty. Like These characters down. are always <laughs> quirky AF. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, this has the, this well, being well, back in time, being well, about, about aliens being in the desert, it has the potential to get nutty. But he's not...
0: I think he does that, I guess. I just, like, I'm wondering... For me, it's like the aliens are going to be a real or a hoax thing, which seems like the only path that he may go down. If they're aliens... But Wes Anderson Aliens in Space with weird, crazy space. Space with Wes Anderson cinematography? I-, I think that would be oh, delightful.
1: Yeah. That would be fucking hilarious.
0: I do a nude scene. You want to see it?
2: The fucking cast list. <laughs> oh,
1: did I say
0: yes? You didn't say
2: Jeff it. Goldblum was but at I the end of it. it. Do we no, see I'm him not, in this I'm trailer?
1: This he's probably No, we there. don't see him in this trailer. Maybe he's the alien.
2: That'd be amazing.
1: That would be so beautiful. People
2: always stop and ask me, Do you pronounce it Goldblum or "gold bloom"? And I always say the same thing. How dare you speak to me?
1: (laughs) Uh, Really good fucking trailer. Uh, I actually, I I like Wes Anderson films. I haven't seen the two most recent Moonrise Kingdom. And I forget what the last one was. But this one I definitely want to go see. Probably because I'm a sci-fi junkie and this little weird old thing is doing it for me.
0: Like, you haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom? I'm like, didn't that come out like... Ages ago.
1: Did. I said I haven't seen the last two. Well, that was one of the last two. A bajillion years ago.
0: Uh, Isle of Dogs? You haven't seen that one either?
1: Actually, I don't know that I saw Isle of Dogs either. No. Look, stop judging me, okay? I'm sorry. I'm fucking <laughs> sorry. All right, uh, gentlemen, I have three trailers here. One of a uh, starring a former Austrian governor, one being made from our corporate overlords, and the other is a spin-off of something we've already discussed tonight. Which would you like to watch? Supper, Number two. The one from our corporate overlords? Really? You're appeasing our corporate fucking overlords? Fine.
0: Fine.
2: I want to know what they're up to.
1: <laughs> All right, Ruli, tell dear listener what we're about to watch.
0: I'll have to click the link first. Marvel Studios, the Marvels teaser trailer?
1: Uh, oh, yes. Marvel, Marvel Studios apostrophe the, ma- the, marvel's the marvel's pipe marvel's teaser up. trailer come on man you're slacking dog no, no,
0: you're slacking. no i i'm just i'm just perplexed by like you said that the previous trailer was long it was two minutes this is the teaser trailer it is two minutes <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is even time these days you're not wrong i know what the
1: fuck is teaser? i don't even fucking know um so yeah i didn't see the miss marvel show i didn't see the captain marvel movie and i'm actually i don't even know who the person on the left is so i know nothing about this do you guys know anything about this
2: uh I mean I watched most of those things. Uh but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's a it's a buddy cop movie. <laughs> it's a buddy
1: cop <laughs> Alright. Fuck it, let's do it in three, two, one, play.
2: Zoom zoom. Captain Starbase what are you One doing? Entering the jump point perimeter.
1: I mean I Entering like science three, fiction. Very... Space <laughs> and jump points Hello? and things that look like they're from the federation ah! Ah!
0: Captain Rambo ah! uh, what, ah! what is going on Where
1: <laughs> <laughs> is <has a> little <laughs> Rambo Does this intentionally look cheesy? Uh, yeah, a little bit.
0: I'm, I'm fine with it. Now, now,
1: don't, you, you I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it looks kind of cheesy tongue in cheek. Hi. We're looking for Kamala Khan. Yes!
0: I am. are entangled. I can manipulate my I'm not really and caught up with totally show you. any of these characters at all, unfortunately. No. again. Hi. Where's our doctor? Wherever you were. I mean, the gimmick seems oh, fun.
1: the flirkin. I love the flirkin. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the only thing I'm looking forward to with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is meeting Cosmo Dog. <laughs> okay there's a cat
0: army i'm kind of curious are those all tentacle cats we're a team oh no no no, no. we're not, not, a team. not
1: a team yeah maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only this character is- i know is the person that was in um i'm just i'm going blank on all the names of the things with the this 50- 1950s tv show one.
2: Oh yeah monica rambo
0: yeah she was in that uh, for like five minutes right <laughs> yeah
2: she was uh damn it pleasantville
0: pleasantville there you go yeah no not pleasantville but yes but I, yeah we're, we're <laughs> on the same page our, our, our wave wavelengths are synced but we don't we don't need the name of it yep 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 yep
1: yeah this is another trailer that like has all this stuff and i'm like aside from the basic yep some people team up to beat a thing i can't tell you what else it's about
2: <laughs> i think it's gonna be a popcorn movie and i'm okay with that it looks fun
1: it will be a popcorn movie Unfucking fucking questionably Which is fine. I don't know. Well, Can cool, I... gentlemen, do we want to do one more trailer? That was really did one, I did one. Zach, do you have a trailer? Do you want me to give you a trailer? I don't have any trailers. Alright, I am going to spit this in on behalf of Zach, and then we're going to call it a night. Zach, tell dear listener what we're about to watch.
2: Let's see. Ooh, actually, I don't have any trailers, but I do have lore.
1: Now we already talked about Data's evil twin brother.
2: Yeah. No, the, um... Uh yeah, the uh the Lo Fi music to relax slash study to YouTube channel. Yeah. with the girl that's always like writing in her journal and whatnot. Yeah,
0: everyone knows this. They came out with yeah. a boy.
2: Yeah, they have a boy now. <laughs> there was lore for a while. Like wow. it was zooming in on his window. He's in a he's in a building across the road. Uh the synthwave boy. He has a dog. It's it's adorable. Anyway. Yeah, Now uh Lo Fi girl has lore. Who knew? Anyway, we're going to watch the <laughs> Continental from the world of John Wick, a three-part event teaser. What
1: is this? All
2: right, let's see this.
1: Yeah, apparently this isn't. I guess it is new. Five days ago. Okay, Ruli, have you heard of this? Let's press play. You're a little robotish for me, but we'll see. We'll see if the recording comes out. <laughs> Three, two, one, play.
0: I I was saying um, I have some bad news about this, that there's folks that aren't excited about it. I'm excited about it, but I also don't know how excited I have permission to be. Um, There's a name attached to this that I don't know if the trailer or not, um, but that name is a uh, surprise to everyone, so let's see if it shows up here.
1: Uh Uh-oh. I mean, I think John Wick is amazing action movies. I... I think, Zach, we've talked about how you like the lore they're setting up, and I, I don't mind it, but I also don't know that it's compelling enough to make a whole series out of, which I guess this is a three-parter, so I don't know. Should you just made a fucking movie? I don't know.
0: I've always seen the lore as, like, a nice sugary world building around all the chaos and choreography and action. Yeah, um, it's nice to be there, but like honestly, like I don't want that fleshed out. Just give me like little hints and little bits and pieces. Let my imagination run wild, and then that's all I want. Like as soon as you get to get more and more in, de- in the depth into it, it's probably gonna be like this is just um Like just, just yeah. use, use again, going back to my other thing, Just use a cell phone. Like you don't you don't need to have like <laughs> these these people being a switchboard. Like just just call them and tell them, dude, bros gonna try to kill you.
1: That's so much less it's... stylish. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um,
2: no, I mean it was it was interesting. Because that's what they did with the first one. There were so many unanswered questions about how that world was meant to work or make any kind of sense. And that was what was kind of fun about it, because you're looking at it going oh man, it could be anything. And wondering what direction they take that in was way more fun than seeing what direction they took it in. Mm -hmm. Which is nothing against like John Wick, because they're just, like you said, they're fantastic action movies, and that's what i love them for um but yeah now after the first one i was like ah man this world could be cool and you know what it's not but i don't (laughs) care
0: oh yeah yeah. i don't care like 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 with the second movie like i'm like there's all these rules and then like all this like again like just just talk to each other john could be like hey yeah dude dude bro told me to kill you but i don't want to i'm gonna like put this on twitter so everyone knows not like i made a promise well like like just,
1: just just do it just talk are you, to people are you trying to make me not want to watch john wick 4? what the fuck guys
0: i i kind of tune out for for like i honestly it's one of those <laughs> movies where you're thinking did he just like slice a man in half well i don't know on a horse or something and then you're like that's like you're still stuck on that thought and then they try to do the lore building and then it finishes and they start fighting again so it just it's just there <laughs>
2: There's, there's a little bit of whiplash. Really, what we're saying is that we really need more protagonists who have been to therapy. Uh, just fucking, t- just fucking talk to each other. Communication. Come on, okay. it's a basic so, this, skill.
0: This is this is a good good segue. So so um, speaking of going to therapy and ba- basic, you know, nice people skills. If you could pick one actor, that would be maybe like the antith- antithesis of Keanu Reeves. Which actor would you choose?
2: Oh fuck! Uh, Tom
0: Cruise.
1: Wait, wait. What's your definition of like real nice guy or character actor or what do you? Um,
0: I, I would say like um, beloved by everyone for being such a cool person. So this, See, this opposite person probably hated, maybe maybe a little bit anti-Semitic. Okay. Uh,
1: There's a shortage so, of those in Hollywood.
0: I know. Pick say, one of them. That
1: could,
2: that could be a lot. If you've got somebody in mind, uh, you should definitely tell us. But also, I'm sticking with Tom Cruise
0: so, because so
2: Keanu's cool because he doesn't try to be cool.
1: Tom Cruise. <laughs> but Tom Cruise also does his own stunts. I'm just saying. They yeah. Got that common. I guess. White guys who have aged incredibly well do their own stunts, produce their own movies, pay their set crews. I look, I, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They you know, maybe.
2: Maybe it's the Scientology. Maybe it's just because he just feels like he's trying too hard. Um,
1: he tries hard. He is a try-hard. There's no arguing with mm, this. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, let's just jump into it. So the project's top-billed actor is Mel Gibson. Oh,
1: and everyone did a- Jesus <laughs> Christ. everyone did a,
0: what? It's, you know, because it's just like, it's, they're, they're good films. And I think it's just like, uh, like it or not, I th- I think the fact that it is Keanu Reeves, I think there's 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 some vibe there of you know the of him outside of the film that kind of I think does attract some people to the movies you know regardless. I, so they're like, it's just it's just like it's such an antithesis of kind of like the um, cast and crew that they've built up you know if like if that's like their their trope or troop whatever they want to call it. Adding Mel Gibson to the set just seems like yeah i had no idea choices.
1: that's not advertising here. i wonder if they're intentionally not advertising that i, I that is weird i never knew that's that super that's weird. weird
0: yeah because I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't in the trailer because i like i did a double take of like how did i know about this but not actually see it in the trailers like I again like it just the word of mouth already kind of coming out of it is just like mm. there's so many people basically saying i'm probably not going to watch this because mel gibson's in it which is sad but I but fair yeah say. yeah
2: Oh, oh good times.
0: Oh, sorry to kill that buzz, but yeah, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for Anderson, I a downer, dear listener. <laughs> thank
1: you so very much for joining us, Zach. Really, oh, will wait. we be back next week?
0: Uh, yeah, we we may be back next week. I'll, oh. I'll be back, but here I uh, I have an idea for the um the cover of the podcast and and um y'all can take a look at this really quick I, I stumbled on it while doing research and just you gotta look at reddit red reddit, reddit reddit has lots of good random things so <laughs>
2: the bible directed by wes anderson
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it. oh go. my god it's a whole uh, album
0: i was oh, i was trying not fantastic. to chuckle when i found this so
1: there you go. <laughs> oh my god uh oh, yeah. the pink smoke on the burning bush <laughs> yeah that's the one i was looking at i think this is happening oh my god <laughs> it's so good wow just wow uh, uh. okay dear listener hopefully we'll be back next week uh zach Ruley, thanks again he was
2: thanks tom
1: oh and Rooly, we're we're ending a little different i'm putting in music at the end of the show now which means i have to do the disclaimer so don't mind me i'm just gonna ramble for a moment that okay. that wasn't an acknowledgement, but okay.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna start. Um, you you don't you don't pre-record those and just tack them on at the end of every episode. Well, I, I, that's what
1: I used to do, but now I actually want to put music in the end, so I need to like still say. Ah. It. Like, look, I can find a way to uh, shut up. Dear listener, okay. please always remember that any views or opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends or family, not of their co hosts or co workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. And now we're going out on uh, what's the name of that song that you sent me, Zach? The anti hero that I get, the impression that it's the, it's the Taylor Swift cut to fucking. Oh, it's literally anti hero. I would pay so much money. For a reunion tour of the Boston's of Taylor Swift. Like whatever people are paying for the current (laughs) Tay Swift tickets, I'd pay 10x. 10x, damn it! Yes. And that'll take us out. I just got bored. Everybody out.